doesn't need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Welcome to this week's Smoky College Football Picks with the Bandit. Recording here from the Northeast, we're going to bring you into another hard-hitting week of all the great college football action. And I'm real excited for this week because I'm actually planning on winning a bet this week. What's going on there, Bandit? Uh, it's going good, Smokey. I'll tell you what, you actually won more than a couple bets last week. Uh, and, and I'm going to tell you my record first from last week. Uh, we both did pretty well. Um, I went 12 wins, 9 losses. I think we're both starting to hit our stride here in the college football season. How do you think you did? I probably did about 19-1 and one or 18-2. and two. Whoa, you think 19 and 1, 18 and 2? Really? Really? You're that confident? No, no, no. Uh, I would say that I went, what, like uh, 14 and 11. There's only 21 games, man. Uh, Did you, I mean, basic math, man. It's the new math, man. Dude, I haven't had to do math since they invented the iPhone. Uh, I'd say 14 and 7. That's exactly what you did, man. 14-7, and seven, you beat me for only the second time this entire season. So if we had some theme music, we'd play it right now, kind of a We Are the Champions type thing. Just picture it in your mind. But, yeah, you, you beat me for only the second time this season, 14-7. and seven, That's very, very strong. And uh, that's two weeks in a row where we've uh, done pretty well with the picks, well above 50% last two weeks. Now so, – I want to start, and now that we got our numbers out of the way, of course I didn't bet big last week and I go 14-7, and seven, which angers me. Uh, I have a chaos theory that I want to get your opinion on. Okay, shoot. What, what and it's, it all starts this weekend. Okay. Florida beats South Carolina. Okay, not, not, not crazy. That's doable. We're, we are favored. Missouri, let me run through this because it's a lot. Missouri... Loses to A&M. Okay. Georgia loses to Auburn. Okay. That puts Florida in the driver's seat, I believe, in the SEC East. Now, here's the rest of my chaos theory. Alabama loses to Mississippi State. Mississippi State still has to play Old Miss. Mississippi State loses to Old Miss. Who does that put into the SEC championship game, and how many losses does each team have? All right. Um, that is like one of those higher math questions that they give for uh, AP students or something like that. I, I, that, that. That's really hitting my mind. But here's what I'm going to say off the top of my head. I think a, a, a three-loss Florida team uh, uh, gets in against a two-loss Alabama team, if my math is correct. Am I close? Uh, I don't know. I, I can't figure it out because what about Auburn? What about LSU? What about – there's so many scenarios hanging in the SEC that can happen this week. And here's the, here's, here's the, my other chaos theory. Mississippi State beats Alabama. Mississippi State beats Old Miss. They're undefeated. They go to the SEC championship game. All that stuff happens for Florida – Florida-Mississippi State in the SEC championship game. What happens if Florida beats the number one Mississippi State in the SEC championship game? What? Then Alabama goes. Al- Alabama goes to the, to the playoffs in that, in that scenario, assuming they beat Auburn uh, last game of the season. Um, a lot – I mean, there's a lot of things that, that, that can happen. I mean, this is just a crazy, crazy season. There's so many things 
uh, you'll go crazy trying to figure it out. And and I, I thought you had a solution there, but all, all, all you've left me with is a lot of questions. That's but, why I uh, call it a chaos you know, theory. That's your chaos theory. Your chaos, your, your, so your theory is, is that we could probably pick four SEC West teams. Any of them could be in the playoffs, and they could arguably be playing a very horrible Florida team for the rights to go to the national title game or yeah. to go to the playoffs, I should say. Actually, they could be playing one of three very horrible SEC East teams. So this is what's great about college football. It's November. It's that crazy time of year. Why don't you tell us what games we're going to delve into this week, and hopefully my chaos theory will happen. Well, man, you just you covered pretty much the big games because there, there, there are big games in the SEC. And, um, you know, we do have uh, an interesting game that, that you didn't discuss that, that has some implications. That's LSU at Arkansas. Um, we're going to cover that one. We're also going to talk about the aforementioned Auburn at Georgia. Uh, we're also going to finish the show with the big game, uh, the biggest game this week, which is Mississippi State at Alabama. We also will be covering the other conferences. It's a big game between Florida State and Miami. Uh, that will have some implications, uh, as well as uh, I actually, you know, you want to talk about chaos theory. Duke has a chance to get into the playoffs, and, I, and I'll get into that scenario when we get into the Duke game. Uh, they're playing Virginia Tech this week, so uh, let's get into it. And we normally don't cover a Thursday night game uh, necessarily every week unless there's a good one. Uh, and this Thursday night, we have a really good one. We have USC at Cal. Uh, USC is a 14-and-a-half-point favorite. What do you think about this one? My, my first thought is that's not a really good game, but hey. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay. All right. A little a little Pac-12 uh, uh, hate there. It's okay. Yeah, I know Thursday nights are, you know, at least in the pro. Uh, when in doubt, Thursday's out. Uh, Betting-wise, for me, when in doubt, Thursday's always out. I'm going to take USC minus the 14-and-a-half. Cal has really gone downhill south. And they didn't have that far of a hill to go down. They were awful to begin with. Yeah, they, they, Cal is not very good. You know, they, they've quietly won five games this season. Um, the over in this in this is just ridiculous. It's like 72 points in this game. It's just expected to be a shootout. Um, I, I like USC as well. I think that they're significantly better than Cal. I, I am a little concerned by the half a point. But here's an interesting stat for you. USC's covered the last five straight. Uh, against Cal. So last five straight times that these, these two teams have met, USC has covered. So uh, I think it bodes well. I think they cover again. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's also tell the, uh, the listeners at home, we, we both have a lock of the week. Um, Smokey, you hit your lock of the week. I did not hit mine last week. Um, but when we get to a game and you, and, and you like it, uh, uh, lock it in and, and announce your lock of the week. Do you think I'm streaky? I think I, hit, I missed my first four locks and I've hit my last three. That's exactly right. Yeah, you missed your first four. We were joking that you may not hit a single lock this entire season, and now you're on a hot streak, uh, three straight. And meanwhile, I've cooled off, and I think I've only hit something like uh, like two out of my last five or something like that. You know why I got hot? Oh, I'm sorry, what was that? You know why I got hot with my locks of the week? What? I sold my soul to the devil so I'd get them all right. All right, you and Muschamp to get the, the win over Georgia? Exactly. I get that, yeah. All right, well, I don't think you're going to lock in this game. we got Temple at Penn State. Penn State's an 11-point <coughs> favorite. What do, you, what do you think in this one? Penn State's awful. 
You know, they're in a transition period with Franklin coming in. He's getting his players in there. Temple has, they're both five-win teams. Temple, you know, they're not in bowl games every year. They're not used to winning five games. I'll take Temple on the points. All right, all right. I agree. The first two games we agree on, um, you know, everything you said about Penn State is right. I do think that that Franklin will get them in uh, a good position next year. I do think that they'll be much much improved. But um, the last four games Penn State's played have been decided by a touchdown or less. Uh, I think Temple is, you know, not really that great. But I think that they're they're decent enough to keep it within a touchdown. So I agree with you there. I'm going to take Temple on the points. Um, all right. Uh, last week, man, I, I, I keep going against Ohio State, and I keep losing. Um, here we've got Ohio State at Minnesota. Ohio State's a 13-point favorite. Who, who you like? Minnesota stunned me last week and killed me in my parlay, destroying Iowa. I told you not to do that. I went with Minnesota. Yeah, well, I, well, it was one of the, what, four games you got right last week? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. One of the 12 games I got right oh, last week. But, yeah, go ahead. It's that math that always throws me off. My theory on Ohio State and why I keep picking them, the only shot they have of getting into the Final Four is winning big and really big. They're going to pour it on. Uh, I know Minnesota's got a great run team but a horrible pass offense. I think Ohio State should cover this game fairly easily. All right. Um, I've been anti-Ohio State this entire year. Um, it's been it's been really hurting me. I, I just got to stop fighting it and, and realize my anti-Urban Meyer bias uh, cannot cannot hold. I, I, I agree with you here. Ohio State's gonna gonna pour it on against a, 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 a you know an inferior team in Minnesota, and uh, they should be able to uh, to cover the thirteen. So I'm gonna agree with you there. First three we agree on. Um, let's get to the next game. We're staying in the in the Big Ten. We got Iowa at Illinois. Iowa's a four point favorite. I think Iowa gets back on track this week. Uh, you know they've been playing pretty good. That's why last week was such a shocker. I mean they they got absolutely destroyed. Illinois is awful. I mean they're like I said, if this was soccer, they'd be relegated to the conference below next year. So I think Iowa should cover this game again pretty easily. Yeah, yeah, and I, I want to tell the uh, the listeners uh, that that I also have a DraftKings uh, pick for this for this game here, uh, and I, I I too agree that that Iowa should bounce back after losing big against Minnesota and uh, be able to to win by by more than four against Illinois. Um, the problem with Iowa is that they they're not going with CJ Beathard. I, I don't know if you've seen that, but they're going with the Ruddick kid, and um, he has just been not that good. And I think Beathard he's supposedly Beathard doesn't know the offense as well. That's what they always say. He doesn't know the playbook well enough. But that's just, I mean, he's just a better hes just a better quarterback. Gives him a better chance to put up more points on the board. So uh, I think we're going to see more of Bathard in this game. Uh, that's going to be good for Iowa, and they'll cover. Uh, who do you think is my uh, pick for DraftKings? Considering I can only name one player on both teams, is it Bethard? It's not Beathard. It's not Beathard. It's the running back for Iowa. I like Mark Weissman in in this one. Uh, he is uh, he's fairly cheap. He's about fifty five hundred uh, uh, in any type of pool, and uh, I think he might have multiple touchdowns this week. So uh, penciled in Mark Weissman. He's a good pick here and good value in the Iowa game. Um, all right, going to the ACC. We got Clemson at Georgia Tech. Clemson's a three and a half point favorite. Who you like here? 
And it was funny because if you if you go back and listen to the the beginning of the season podcast, I was my hatred of Georgia Tech was so strong, but it's definitely turned about like four weeks ago or a month ago, five weeks ago. And Georgia Tech, you know, they have a, a really good defense, and uh, or is it a really good? They they have a really good offense. Pardon me. No, no, they really. I can't remember. They have what's good? Their defense or offense? One of them is really good. Yeah, they have. They, they run that triple option and and really give people problems. Their offense is really good. Um, I think the defense has has some problems. That's but, what it um, is. Okay, they're okay on both sides of the ball. They're one of the better teams in the ACC. Clemson is just not very good. I'm going to take Georgia Tech at home in this one. Okay, that's that's like the first five that we agree on, and I and I and I make my my picks before we do the show here. Um, so this is starting to to, to freak me out a little bit. Um, Here's the big stat for me. Clemson has not been as good as people think. I, I, I'm not sure why they're even favored in this game. But uh, Vegas has been right for the most part. I think that they're starting to slip a little bit. But Clemson lost the last four against the spread. So uh, this isn't a team that has been covering. And now they go into Georgia Tech as a favorite. Don't like it. I like the home dog, Georgia Tech. And I like them to uh, to cover. Uh, and I like getting the points. I think they win this game outright. Um, all right. We've got Virginia Tech at Duke. Uh, uh, Virginia Tech uh, is uh, getting five and a half points. Duke is a five and a half point favorite. Who do you like? I like covering Virginia Tech every week because I get to say Urban Meyer's got to be laying awake at night going, how the hell did I lose to Virginia Tech? I think Virginia Tech loses yet again. Duke wins this game by seven to ten. Yeah, it, it, it's like the, uh, it, it, I don't know, Caddyshack, where the guy goes to hit the putt and the guy goes, Noonan, Noonan. It's, it's got to be something like that with, with Ohio State and Virginia Tech. How did they lose? They got, like, distracted or something. I, I, I don't know what happened. Um, I, I, I like Duke. Uh, uh, you were going with Duke as well, correct? That's correct. Yeah, it's six for six. Okay, that's, that's, that's kind of uh, crazy. But here's, here's the thing. Uh, Duke can technically get into the playoffs. Uh, what they need is they need to win the rest of their games, and they need an FSU loss. And then they need to beat FSU, I guess, in whatever the ACC title game is. So I disagree. That, There's no way Duke is going to jump. And if FSU loses, there will not be an ACC team in the Big Four. Okay, okay. I'm saying that there's a chance right now. There, I, I'm saying that there is a This is like Jim Carrey, Dumb and Dumber, so you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> That is that is correct. Okay, so Duke, Duke would have to, uh, uh, you know, let's say Clemson loses. Hold on, hold on. Before you go into your scenario and tell me, how much of the world is destroyed by aliens for this chance to happen for Duke to go? <laughs> only one third. Only one okay. third. But, okay. but but here's the thing: if if some teams, if if Baylor doesn't, if Baylor or TCU both stumble during during uh, uh, the the playoffs or before the playoffs is what I mean. And then if you've got uh, uh, Clemson losing, for instance, this weekend, that's going to knock them out. Duke could run the table, be a one-loss team. Clemson doesn't have a shot at all. <laughs> they don't need to lose. No, no, no. I'm saying they already have one loss. So okay. they win the rest of their games. They, they, they would only have one loss is the thing. They'd only have one loss. They'd have a quality win uh, against Florida State. And they could make an argument that they should be one of the top four teams in the playoffs. It's a crazy scenario, I agree, but I think the possibility is out there that Duke, I think, which is currently ranked like 21, 21st, I think, in the uh, in the college football playoff ranking system, could wind up one of the top four teams. It is possible. Um, they are probably the they have the best 
shot to move up the most uh, uh, number of spots to get into that playoff. And the, um, and the, I could think of eight teams off the bat that there's five SEC teams that would be picked before Duke. And Ohio State, Arizona State, Notre Dame, I think they would all be picked before Duke. Yeah, but, but how are you picking a three? You certainly can't pick a four-loss. SEC team, SEC team over Duke. Do you agree with that? Agree, but Mississippi State, Old Old Miss, LSU, oh, Auburn already has two losses. LSU already has three losses. Um, I I, I, I could see them. Arkansas. We'll, we'll cover that game, but but LSU could lose this weekend. That that knocks them out. Four losses. Boom, gone. Okay, well, I I just disagree. I I, I don't see any chance in the world that Duke. I mean, we could go on for hours on this topic. I, I hey I. Did the did Duke pay you money to talk about this? Because <laughs> they did not. I just see no way in the world that Duke. What you could be the one person on the planet besides all the parents of the Duke players that think they have a shot of going to the final dance. <laughs> it's bulletin board material, uh, Smokey. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take your comments. We're going to put it. We're going to send it to Duke, and we're going to have that be the bulletin board material for the rest of their season. And then uh, we'll revisit this. If Duke loses this weekend, which is completely possible, then it's completely uh, uh, the dream is done. But um, speaking of the dream being done, uh, although I guess you talked about the chaos theory, still has a chance, obviously. We got our Florida Gators hosting South Carolina. And not only that, but our our Gators are a seven-point favorite. Um, What do you think about this one? Push. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think we win by exactly. Can can you call a push? Would you like to call a push? Um, uh, sh- no, I'm not going to do that. But uh, you know, I just have no faith in Florida. I, I'm going to do the unthinkable here. I'm going to take South Carolina. I just have no faith in the Gators, and I think I'm going to pick South Carolina to win this game, or at least not lose by seven. Okay, okay. Well, this is the first game that we disagree. Um, and uh, and I'm going to take Florida. Uh, I'm going to take them to cover. Um, I do think that UF is uh, is improving with Trayon Harris, a quarterback. I think that they're going to get the passing game going a little bit better. I think the run game is improving. Um, South Carolina is just not very good is, is really what I'm basing this on. Um, and I think Florida – Yeah, know, but Florida is not very good either. Spot. They're not very good either, and, and it's, they're due for a letdown. I will say that, but I don't think it's going to be in this game. I could see us – I'm not kidding. I think we've got some, some crazy opponent after this. I could see us actually losing to the, the opponent after this, uh, completely overlooking them. But the, uh, I don't think that, that for this game, I think that we're going to be up for South Carolina, and I think we're, I think we're going to uh, be playing against a South Carolina team that's hurting, reeling, and uh, can't play very good defense. Do you find it interesting that the Vegas spread for the game is seven and the over-under for pass attempts by Florida for the game is also seven? <laughs> yeah, that's, that tells you what our game plan is. It's run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and uh, try not to have uh, Treon have to pass it too many times. I think I, I think we're going to pass the ball more, though. But, yeah, you're right. We are running that very conservative, ugly must-champ offense right now, and it's the complete opposite of the fun and gun. What sucks is if Spurrier was still our coach, we'd throw it seven times on the first drive. <laughs> well, that's good, because if you throw it seven times on the first drive, you're at least making a couple first downs. So, I mean, I'll, I'll definitely take that. Uh, wish we had Spurrier back. Um, all right, next game. I'm going to go through uh, two games really quickly, possibly possibly three here. 
We've got um, Pittsburgh at North Carolina, uh, North Carolina two-point favorite. Who do you like? Uh, I have no faith in Pittsburgh. They screw me all the time. I'm going to take the team in North Carolina. All right, I agree. i got a pick for the DraftKings players up there. i got Matt Collins. He's a wide receiver for North Carolina. He's a merging star. Uh, he's only 3800 very cheap, and I think he's going to have a big game. So uh, pencil that in. All right, we got our bad game of the week, number one. Um, this is the first bad game of the week. We'll have one more later. We've got directional Michigans uh, fighting here. we got Eastern Michigan at Western Michigan. Uh, Western Michigan's a 26-point favorite. Who you like? I always go against Eastern Michigan, even with a 26-and-a-half-point spread. I'm taking Western Michigan. All right, I completely agree. Um, Eastern Michigan, you always go against them unless it's like a 40-point spread, and then you take them and you pray that they uh, somehow score some points somewhere. They can play no defense whatsoever. Um, all right, we got TCU at Kansas. Uh, TCU is a 29-point favorite. Who you like? <sighs> That's an awful lot of points. So while I'm thinking about it, I'll tell the listeners that they could reach out to us one of two ways. They could email us in at Smokey and the Bandit CFB, that's college football baseball at yahoo.com. Once again, Smokey and the Bandit CFB at yahoo.com. Or they could uh, hit us up there on the Twitterverse at Smokey Bandit CFB, and that's Smokey Bandit CFB on Twitter. I'm going to go with TCU. You know, Kansas is just awful. Okay, we did not discuss any of these games beforehand, and we've only disagreed on one. I agree with you here. TCU is uh, going to uh, absolutely explode uh, against Kansas. I like, uh, if you're doing DraftKings, I like both uh, Trayvon Boinkin, the quarterback out of uh, uh, TCU. Boinkin? I like Josh Doxson, who is one of his uh, top wide receivers. Kansas is just horrible. They can't stop anybody, and I could see TCU scoring 80 in this game. I mean, I, I'm not kidding. It, it, I think they could have 10 touch, to, you know, 12 touchdowns or whatever would get them uh, 84 points in this game. I hope I hope to be boinking on Saturday night. <laughs> Very good. I knew you were going to say that. Um, all right. So we've got a uh, bad game of the week. Uh, actually, this one isn't that bad. I haven't labeled it as bad game of the week, but it's uh, certainly a team that we've put in that category. It's actually not that bad. Georgia Southern, and they're going to Navy, and Georgia Southern's a three-point underdog. So Navy's favored by three. Who you like here? Oof, that's a tough one. Vegas has got the spread right. I'll tell you that. I looked at this one and I'm like, I'm like, man, tease this either way, and I think you're going to be happy. Or especially if you tease it, tease it and give Georgia Southern some points. Yeah, I think I'm going with Georgia Southern. You know, my my wannabe alma mater. <laughs> you're a fan of the Georgia Southern. Um, yeah. Do we know I, what their I, mascot is? Uh, I don't think Navy stacks up well against uh, against them, and I think that Navy you know, Navy's one of those teams that only throws the ball like four times a game. Um, I think Georgia Southern can handle that. Uh, well, do we know what their mascot is at Georgia Southern? Oh, uh, I do not know. If you want to talk for about three seconds, I can Google it and figure it out. Sure. Georgia Southern, located at 32 longitude and 36 latitude, was the school that George Washington originally wanted to go to. Hence, they are the Eagles. You can, you, you can stop right there. Okay. The Eagles? Oh, that's lame. I thought they'd be something yeah, cooler. You, you know what's lamer than that? Okay, it's a Georgia, Georgia Southern University, right? GSU. 
You know what their mascot's name is? The Seaman? Oh no, that's Navy. <laughs> no. G S U are the letters in the in the uh, mascot's name. It's an eagle named Gus. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, yeah. Pretty that's, bad, pretty bad. But, that's uh, almost as bad as my I, Navy I, seaman uh, jokes. <laughs> I like them. Uh, uh, I like them over the Navy midshipmen, and I think that they will uh, win this game outright. So I like them getting three points. Um, all right, let's get out of that. Let's get out of that kind of bad game. Let's, let's hit, we we got a good stretch of, uh, of games, and then we'll have one bad of the game of the week. But this is a great stretch here. We got Kentucky at Tennessee. Uh, this is probably the weakest of these. Which one? Uh, which team you like with Tennessee favored by nine? Uh, I think Tennessee wins this game. Kentucky has relegated back to being uh, awful. So uh, Tennessee, I think, has been playing better the last few weeks. I'm going to take Tennessee minus the nine times. <laughs> I like Tennessee as well. This is crazy, man. This is uh, this is a strange podcast where we're agreeing on all these games. Um, you know, Tennessee has a new quarterback named Josh Dobbs, and uh, he's pretty good. He's kind of a dual threat quarterback, uh, throws and runs really well. Um, you know, Nick Saban. Uh, we got to get into some of his comments uh, later on when we uh, cover the Alabama game uh, to finish the show. But, you know, he said he wasn't prepared for him, And that was his excuse for why Tennessee kind of kept it close against Alabama. He said they weren't prepared for Josh Dobbs. I don't like it. Um, I do think that there's a guy here that you want in your DraftKings lineup, and that's Jalen Hurd. Uh, he's Tennessee running back. He's cheap at 4700 uh, He's a guy that, that, that you want to go to. They're using him more and more uh, as, the, as the season goes on. Um, any thoughts? Any final thoughts on that one? Um, just that Tennessee sucks and Kentucky suck, but Tennessee sucks less. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. We got Utah at Stanford. Um, Stanford is a seven-and-a-half point favorite. What do you think about this one? Uh, speaking of sucking, uh, Stanford, I'm going to take Utah plus the points in this game. All right. I completely agree with you. I think Utah's a very good team. I've, I've, I've been riding them like Zorro to use your analogy, uh, all season, uh, new enough to get off the train last week, but, um, back on the Utah train. And I think that they're going to, uh, you know, I like getting seven and a half points against Stanford. I think it's a field goal game. Um, all right. You haven't blocked in a game. I'm just saying that. You haven't either. Oh, I know, I know. I got it listed on my sheet. Um, and I'm going to lock in the next game. I'm just letting you know this. Um, we got Auburn at Georgia. Uh, Georgia's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Who do you like? <clears throat> you know, this is the healthiest Georgia's been all year. They get Gurleyman back, and they get uh, their wide receiver who's been out back. I just think Auburn's better. I mean, the SEC West is that much better. I'm taking Auburn. All right. I agree with you. Uh, I, I know that the spread is low because of Gurley coming back and, and a couple other players coming back for Georgia, but I don't think Auburn is as bad as they showed uh, last week. I mean, I, I don't think that they are that bad. Um, I think that they are much better than Georgia. I think they can win this game uh, by a touchdown, if not more. I think they're the better team. I'm taking Auburn in the points. I'm making that my lock of the week. Yeah, I mean, um, I, honestly, is Gurley that much better over Chubb? He really isn't. I mean, I've, you, you've heard me talk about Chubb uh, this season on the podcast, and, and you know, I, I like I like him uh, as a you know he's, he's a little bit more between the tackles type runner. 
Um, but he, but he, he knows, uh, you know, he has enough moves to make a cut and make somebody miss. Uh, but, you know, I think he's, I think it's pretty close. Uh, you know, Gurley's obviously a special back, but, you know, he's not, they, they, it, it, how much difference is the offense between Chubb and Gurley? Arguably not that much difference. Is it fair to say that you are a fan of George's Chubby? <laughs> that is uh, that's going a little too far, and I don't like the uh, I don't like the uh, the tone of what what you're trying to insinuate there. But I am I, I'll just say this: I'm a fan of Mr. Chubb. I'll just say that. Would you rather have in your DraftKings lineup Gurley or Chubby? <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd rather have Chubb because I I, I I think that uh, Gurley. We'll get the ball, but I mean, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Chubb's I, definitely going to take some carries away. He's going to take some carries away, and really, they could, they, you could see an even split there. And, and Chubb's cheaper than Gurley, so I mean, I, I could see an even, an even carry split uh, to keep, you know, to make sure that Gurley's fine, and uh, which he should be. Uh, and uh, how many autographs do you think Gurley signs on the way to the stadium, and for how much? Um, I'm gonna say a hundred for a hundred bucks a piece. That's ten thousand dollars on the way to the stadium. That's nice. To, that's a nice way to make some money. It is. It is. All right. Bad game of the week. This is the last one, and then we get into some really good games. Whole string of them right in a row. All right. Texas State at South Alabama. South Alabama four point favorite. Who you like? Oh, that's an easy one. South Alabama. I agree. Boom. South Alabama. It's in my uh, backyard where I grew up. It's a good team, plays good at home. South Alabama plays shitty on the road. That's all you need to know. They're at home. They're playing a team. Texas State's not very good, and they should cover the four. No problem. I find it all weird. Right. I find it very weird to be talking about your backyard after talking about Chubby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the connotations that you're putting together here, man. I, I don't understand what you're talking about. <laughs> what connotations? Yeah, it's all innocent. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, all right, here's the string of games, and we're just going to kind of get into this uh, right away. Um, we've got an interesting SEC matchup. Missouri at Texas A&M. Uh, Texas A&M, four-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, has some SEC East implications, as you highlighted earlier in the show. Uh, who you like? Well, first off, in my college pick game, I feel like I should get plus 10 for taking A&M in the points last week. I didn't take them on the podcast, but my college pick I did have A&M. I, I think Missouri's awful. I've been saying that all along. They've just beat non-good SEC teams. I think A&M's going to roll in this game easily. All right. I, I agree with you. I've got A&M on my sheet. I'm not changing it. Um, we've we've agreed on a lot of games on this podcast, but you know what? I agree with you. A&M uh, is uh, absolutely killing it here. And do you see what your picks have done? I, uh, well, I, I, guess, I'm, I guess you're listening to me. I, I, it's the only way I can, I can no. think of it is that is that you're you're listening to me, and uh, you know we both went we had good records last uh, last week, so hopefully we won't both uh, crap the bed and and we'll uh, we'll keep it going. You're missing my point. If your picks happen like you said this week, then Florida's in the driver's seat in the SEC East. That's a great point, and I didn't even think about that. I honestly didn't think about that when I when when you know when I go, I look at each game individually and, and make the pick. But you're right; that puts them in the driver's seat, and Florida doesn't have an, another SEC game. So, I mean, driver's seat they they got nowhere to drive. They just uh, they win the SEC I, I mean, East. Aren't they? Aren't they probably in at that point? I think so. I don't know. I mean, we could be missing something. We're not the experts here, but if what 
you picked happens, then Florida's going to win the SEC East, and we're stuck with Muschamp for another year. Okay, okay. I was very happy until the last line, and I don't know why you had to do that. I'm sorry. That was a, that was a low blow. Um, hey, maybe they'll give him a contract extension. Oh! Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> Good God. All right, I'm moving on. Um, but, yeah, I agree with you. Texas A&M's a better team. They should be able to roll here. Um, we got LSU at Arkansas. Arkansas is a two-point favorite. Who do you like here? I, you know, I've picked Arkansas a lot this year, but I, that ends this week. I mean, LSU, yes, they were at home, playing at night at home. They're a much different team. I just think their defense is so stifling. I, I, I think they should be able to beat Arkansas by uh, – Three to seven. Okay, okay. Um, I disagree with you here. Um, I think Arkansas is going to win this game, and I think it's going to be their, uh, you know, one of their first. I think it's their first SEC win in a long time, and I think it's their first under uh, uh, Bielema. Uh, and I, I think one of the things that you don't know about this game, and maybe some of the listeners don't know, is that this game's in Little Rock. Uh, at, at War, War Memorial Stadium, and that is a great environment for a game. If, if, you, if you ever get a chance to see a team play in War Memorial, go do it. Uh, it feels like a high school football game, uh, but it's a college game, and it's always a big game. A lot of times it's on ESPN, and you got all the cameras there. Very, very cool environment. Isn't every game on ESPN these days and their 36 channels? <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, but I'm thinking historically when I've been to these games like 10 years ago, uh, they all the Arkansas-LSU uh, game, which a lot of times is played uh, when it's Arkansas home games, typically played in Little Rock, that's that's a big game. And, uh, you know, I, I like Arkansas to get the win here. Um, I just There's always it's always a, a crazy game, and uh, it's always a magical game for Arkansas. So Who's Arkansas's like coach? Uh, Brett. Bielema, I think, right? Oh, okay. is, that, is that how you pronounce his last name? He's the Wisconsin former coach. I, I'm glad because I thought it was Tommy Tuberville. Because and if it was, that would have meant you're a tubby chubby lover. But <laughs> <laughs> you are stringing together way too many uh, those here. Uh, so yeah, but yeah. But the, oh, it's uh, good to know you're not a tubby chubby lover. I I am not. Uh, uh, I am not. Absolutely not. Um, speaking of tubbiness, uh, although. I don't know if you've heard this news, but we got Florida State at Miami, uh, Florida State three-point favorite. Did you hear the news about Winston? Wait, wait, wait. Florida State's now a what-point favorite? Three. Oh, I thought it went, uh, went changed from one and a half. I, I was loving that. I knew I should have placed a bet earlier in the week because Florida State's going to win this game easily. I did not hear the news. What, what did Winston steal something? No, no, no. Okay, you know how Winston's under investigation. Oh yeah, they move. They post. They move the case back. It's hilarious. Yeah. Did you hear about the timing about when they moved the case to? It's like December first or something. It's the day after the national title game. No, the national title game is in January. Yeah, it's January like fifth or whatever it is. Oh, I thought I heard they moved it to December first. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure it's – I mean, maybe I'm wrong here, so so give me a second. Well, here's what's even more interesting, because today the number one pro-style high school quarterback committed to Florida State, which tells me he must like to steal things or get into trouble and realize he could go there and rape women and not get in trouble. And, you know, so, yeah, no, I thought they had moved it to, like, December 1st, which – I knew they'd keep pushing it back, you know, and it's obvious he's going pro or 
leaving FSU, you know, as soon as uh, the season ends and everything. But uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. That you're right. It is. It is December first, and uh, uh, but it's the day after the ACC championship, I think, or something like that. Does that sound? Yeah, you're going way too conspiracy theory here. But uh, now it's no big surprise. I mean, I didn't expect them to make a decision during the football season. Here's my question: If it comes out that he was involved with whatever it is they're investigating, does Florida State receive sanctions? Um, no, because I think you have to show that the, that the university did something, that the football team did something wrong to sanction the football team, and, and it's, it's his problem is the thing. I mean, I, I don't think there's any evidence that they did something uh, uh, incorrect. I think it's a question of whether or not he's guilty of this Title IX uh, uh, offense that they that, that they're claiming here. So, what about lack of institutional control? Um, yeah, I mean, if they if they showed that, that would be a little bit different. I don't think they're going to be able to get that, though. So, yeah, it's uh, it, it's just, I mean, I, I think it's laughable the way that they've handled everything. Oh, everybody uh, does. and I'm, I'm just annoyed at myself because as soon as I saw this was a one-and-a-half-point spread earlier in the week, I should have jumped all over it and put together my parlay because – I mean, three and a half, that's still pretty low, but I think Florida State covers this game easily. Yeah, yeah, I disagree with you. I think this is the trap game for Florida State. I think there's chaos all over the place, and I think it begins with a Miami win. Uh, right How here. can a trap game and, be one of their biggest rivals? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's a trap in that I think that this is going to stumble. This is the game that's going to cause them to stumble in this. You think, you're, uh, saying it's a tra- you're saying it's a trap like that fish-headed guy in Empire Strikes Back, right? It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap, exactly. Okay. Yes, yes. very good, Sheldon. That's perfect. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that uh, justice will be served here and Florida State will be knocked out of the playoff uh, hunt here. Um, all right, uh, team that got maybe knocked out last week, Michigan State. At Maryland, Michigan State 13-point favorite. Who you like? Uh, hasn't Maryland gotten destroyed by most of their new conference, the Big Ten? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, I'm taking Michigan State. I think, uh, you know, they're going to hold out hope, want to still go to a pretty good bowl game, so I think they'll they'll show up and cover easily. Yeah, 80% of the money is on Michigan State. Uh, I mean, although I'm looking at it, it's like 75%. I think it's down a little bit, so there is some action on Maryland as the spread's gone gone, uh, up. But, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at, we're saying 13, uh, you know, I I see spreads now going as low as 11 because I guess there's some action back on Maryland. Um, But early on, uh, a lot of people were on Michigan State. I agree, though. I don't care. I'll take 13, and I'll say they'll cover 13 uh, here, and I think they're going to take a lot of aggression out on Maryland. Um, Two more games, uh, and the last one's our big finish. So uh, before the big finish, we've got Arizona State at Oregon State. Uh, Arizona State, 10-point favorite. Uh, What do you think? Um, Arizona, Oregon State has been, I think, one of the the bigger disappointments in the Pac-10 this. It's still the Pac-10, right? They didn't change it to the Pac-12? Pac-12. I I think it's still the (laughs) Pac-12. Officially, okay. but I don't know if they have ten teams. I can't. No, I think they have fourteen now. So I don't know. I, I was I was thinking like twenty five years ago when it was the back ten. Sorry, uh, before podcasting. Anyway, I'm going with Arizona State in this Pac ten, twelve, fourteen matchup. <laughs> Very good. I like Arizona State too. I was down on them early in the season, and mainly because I think I said we we hadn't seen them play. They, they weren't uh, on national television. If they are, it's like, like midnight Eastern. Uh, we don't see a lot of their games unless you stay up 
or catch the highlights. Uh, it's a very good Arizona State team, uh, and uh, this is this is a team that, that handled Notre Dame easily last week. I mean, beat them by 22. A decent Notre Dame team beat a good Utah team. Beat a good, well, not a very good, but you know, one by 16 against Stanford. This is a good Arizona State team. I don't know how this game is only 10 points. Um, I guess because because it's an away game, or or I'm not seeing something, but I agree they should cover this easily. Um, all right, big finish, uh, big big finish. We got a big uh, playoff elimination game here, and we've got <coughs> State going to Alabama. Alabama is currently an eight point favorite. A uh, lot of implications here. Uh, who do you like? How long have I been telling you about Dax Prescott? <laughs> Do not say that. You know that I brought Dak Prescott. You didn't even know uh, what his name was. He said, and I quote, I don't know. If some guy's got the last name Prescott. He sounds like he should be an Ivy League flunky or something like that. He said something along those lines. So don't don't get on the Dak Prescott train with me. I, I know you've been hating. I'm wearing my Dax Prescott jersey right here and nothing else. Oh, that is not a good... Which is uh, why we don't do a video podcast. Yeah, no video podcast in our future. I, I can't remember the last time the number one team in the country was an eight-point underdog. Can yeah, you? I, I I don't know what the stat is. Maybe somebody with more stats than us will uh, will come up with that. But that, you're right. That's that's kind of shocking. Um, Alabama is obviously a much better team at home. I th- I could see this game being like fifty to forty two. I'm going with uh, Mississippi State and the points. Okay, here's the crazy thing. I, I'm quoting what the line was when I checked it uh, uh, earlier today. And the line is now moving at probably at game time. I'm saying it's going to be 10 points. It's 10 points right now a lot of places. So Mississippi State getting 10 points. And well, then, are we going with eight? Because I've seen eight everywhere. Um, I'm, I, I'm, I mean, I'm seeing, I'm seeing anything between 10 and 9 right now um and and i and i saw eight earlier but this line's moving this line's moving uh there's a lot of action on alabama in this game i don't know why um but i don't know how the line's moving that way but yes it's now it's now up to 10 uh a bunch of different places the 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 one that we look at sportsbook is nine right now okay go with nine for the podcast then let's go with nine let's go with nine for the podcast i'm taking mississippi state Eight, nine, ten. I don't care which of those numbers it is. Too much Dak. Too much Dak in this game. Uh, Alabama is not good enough in this game. Saban's been talking way too much lately. Um, and I think Mississippi State is just their year. It's absolutely their year. I could see them being the undefeated team that gets through the SEC. I know that's crazy. And loses to Florida in the uh, championship game. <laughs> no, no, they would steamroll Florida, like you know, absolutely run over them, like a, like, like a, uh, you know, uh, there would be no contest there. Um, but yeah, I agree. Uh, we agree on this one. We agreed on a lot of games this week, uh, which is kind of maybe a sign of the apocalypse or uh, means that we're going to do really well. We're either very, um, very wrong or very, very right. <laughs> That's right. Or, or, or we, we go 
eleven and eleven, and we're dead even. Or we put it all on progressive parlays and push a shitload of games. Oh, I hate pushing in a progressive. Horrible, horrible idea. All right, well, we are done, but let me give you the last word. The last word is, I'm always right, he's always wrong. So let us know what you think about that. And you can do it one of two ways. You could hit us up through email at SmokeyandTheBanditCFB at Yahoo.com or on Twitter at SmokeyBanditCFB. And uh, let us know what you think of our picks and uh, what you think about grown men that like chubbies. All right, I got nothing. Uh, We're out.